Your life began the day it nearly ended. We found you. With no memory, we made you one of us. So you could live longer, stronger, superior. You were reborn. I keep having these memories. Something in my past is the key to all of this. You know how to fly this thing? We'll see. That's a yes or no question. Yes. Would you like to know what you really are? I think I had a life here. What aren't you telling me? You've come a long way. But you're not as strong as you think. This war is just the beginning. I'm not gonna fight your war. I'm gonna end it. Aren't you cute? And what's your name, huh? Gary. What's Hey guys, you're listening to Feature at the Podcast. I'm your host, Savannah Salasan, and I'm here with a special guest, my dear friend, Van Govind. Thank you, thank you. This is, <laughs> yeah, no problem. Uh, this is our inaugural episode, and this week we're going to be talking about South by Southwest. That's hitting here to Austin next week. And uh, Captain Marvel, the highly anticipated new MCU entry. Yes, so, yes. yeah. How are you, Van? I'm doing good. I am very full of popcorn right now. We yeah. ate much popcorn at the theater. Yeah, Van and I just got back from a, a screening, an early screening of Captain Marvel. And uh, we were just like, let's talk about it now. So, yep. yeah. So, before we go into our topics of the week, uh, I just want to get into our little segment that I'm going to be doing for Feature at the Podcast to get to know me a little better, to get to know our guest man a little better. That's me. Um, we're going to be talking about our favorites of the week. So it can be film, TV, games, or books. So, Van, do you want to start off with your favorites of the week? Does it, This doesn't include music. Uh, yeah, it music does? too. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, first off, I've been listening to like Solange's album on repeat. Um, I think... One thing that we can both talk about would be um, Umbrella Academy, which I just started. Um, we watched it the first episode together, actually. Yeah. Um, and I think I'm on episode three. I might have finished okay. episode three. But yeah, yeah that, that's... Umbrella Academy? Yeah. Yeah. I Okay, so me and Van watched the first episode together, and this will just show you how, like, different our binging times. <laughs> like, I, like, he... He left our house, and I immediately just binged the rest of the Umbrella Academy, and you were on episode yeah, three. Yeah, I, I have work. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just like to stay up late and torture myself. Yeah, that's that's another thing that required <laughs> eight hours of sleep. Yeah, um, Umbrella Academy is pretty good. Yeah. It was, Has Ellen Page. Yeah, queen. <laughs> I love her. Oh, man. Okay, I don't know how far along you are, and I don't want to dwell on Umbrella Academy. Yeah. But. I mean, like, we can talk generally about it, but not, like... What are your thoughts it's... about it? Because I know a lot of people are, like, into it, and it it's seems like good. a good consensus so far. Yeah, I feel like um, all the Netflix shows kind of have 
a similar um, like form formula kind of where it's just like a mix of like comedy and action which is mm -hmm. like really appealing to everybody I think um, so I, I really like that aspect of it I don't really like things leaning too far in one way or the other yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah. cool um, do you have any more to suggest for favorites of the week uh, hmm I've been honestly very busy, busy this week. Yeah, I yeah. can't even think of anything. I mean, books, I, I read Harry Potter before bed, but that, yeah. <laughs> that hasn't really changed in the past 10 years. Yeah, no problem. Um, I guess I'll talk about my favorites of the week. Uh, this uh, week, I've recently just started rewatching Crazy Ex-Girlfriend from season one. It's uh, Right now, it's kind of uh, five or four episodes left of the fourth and final season. So I was like, let me watch uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend again. And man, it's so good. I know I tried showing you, you yeah. <laughs> I tried showing my friends Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. It's like a lot to take in, but I feel like it's one of those, once you know like where it is now, like uh -huh. with mental health and sex positivity and just kind of reevaluating, like season one is basically she's undiagnosed BPD. So like, Oh. Yeah, so it makes a lot more sense when you go back and you're like, yeah. oh, man, like this makes sense. Anyways, so yes, I love Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and I'm like pretty sad to see it go, but that's why I'm rewatching it. Yeah. Um, and then I also started Scream Queens. I only saw like the first episode, but oh, Scream Queens. No, season two. Oh. Yeah, because I know everyone when season one came out, we were talking about it, and then season two came out, and everyone's like, uh, this, this is, is loud. Yeah, this is weird. Yeah, but I saw it, and it was actually pretty good. Like, it's explanation of going to medical. Like, the thing with Ryan Murphy shows, I think it's just so, you have to embrace the absurd. Yeah, definitely. You have to get past the absurd, and oh, it's yeah. something really good. And plus, it has Jamie Lee Curtis, like, queen. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> like the best part of Glee. Yeah. <laughs> She's not even in Glee. Is she? Wait, did you say? Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, I was thinking <laughs> Jane Lynch. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. You can tell which one of us is an anthropology major. <laughs> yeah, by the way, Van is an anthropology major. Am, not film, yes. but Van loves entertainment and all that I just as well. I love science as much as I do film. <laughs> Okay. Uh, and then I okay, so I mentioned in the notes that I've been starting to read The Haunting of Hill House by Shirley Jackson, which is the novel that inspired the series of mm -hmm. the same name. But I'm barely in it. Like I've put one chapter in. So I don't know. It's not technically my favorite of the week yet, but I just wanted to throw it in there cuz It's a pretty short book, right? Yeah, it's a pretty short one. I've just been like so busy that if it's not like something I can't multitasking yeah true. um that i don't yeah, so yeah but attention. i hear she's a really good gothic uh writer so i'm really excited to dive into that and plus if it was the source material for haunting and on netflix like of course i love it yeah i wonder what the differences would be like there is some major differences lifted from the novel that i read about but yeah. i want to actually like get in there and read it um, yeah, so let's kind of shift on over to South by Southwest. It's happening in Austin next week, even though me and Van are both broke and probably yep. aren't going to much. <laughs> <laughs> All the free stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's still a huge cultural thing happening here it stops next week. The city. Yeah, it basically does. Um, 
even though we do have school during it, which is insane. <laughs> we should get a week off for South by Southwest. <laughs> I know. It's going to be even more crazy because we, so the college like UT usually has spring break aligned with South by, but now we're oh, yeah, not. It's the week after. Yeah, now it's the week after. So usually the town is like, there's still students that kind of hang around, but. Uh, for the most part, it's not as packed. But now you're going to have college students. You're going to have people from, like, all over the country coming. Oh, yeah. You're going to have, like, press and celebrities and a whole mess of people because so- South by Southwest is not only film. It's also uh, innovation and tech and music and everything, mm. basically. Yeah. So Austin's going to be a wreck next week. Oh, my God. There's going to be so much traffic. Like, yeah. We think it's bad now. Like, it's going to be way worse next week. It's it's also going to be the first year the lime scooters and bird scooters oh, are going to be God. everywhere. <laughs> I've already read they're going to be putting in, like, uh, implements. Like, no, no scooters on 6th Street. But, I mean, like, I can only imagine. How do they enforce that? <laughs> I don't know. I, it's already going to be insane. But, yeah, South by Southwest happening. Um, there's some great, I think, some good films coming out. The one me and Van are both excited for is Us. Oh, my God. Jordan Peele. I saw the trailer when we were in the theater. Like, um, yeah. they were playing it near the concession stand again. It was just so good looking. Like, I'm so excited for it. It's a... Uh, terrifying (laughs) yeah i'm already scared and it's only the trailer i think because like man it's just usually horror films with actual like like obviously us is some weird twist and mystical kind of thing because like why Mm -hmm. who are the doppelgangers right but when it's like a home invasion kind of thing like i just get chills because that could happen like (laughs) yeah it's really plausible Um, other than like it's the reason i'm never going to live in a house out in the country or oh yeah isolated or windows (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i'm really excited this is like a good year for jordan peele he has he also has twilight zone have you seen anything for twilight zone no yeah so he's basically doing he's remaking the twilight zone for cbs streaming wow that i'm oh cbs streaming not like the network no the streaming oh wow yeah. I wonder how that We're, would impact. I mean, like, because he's such a well-respected director. So, like, so do you think people will buy it? Yeah. I don't know. I know if, if the thing about streaming is it's basically going to end up being the same as cable because of all these niche things, like channels, like, coming out with their own. Like, yeah. you already have – well, you have the big ones, right? Like Netflix and Hulu. But now you're going to – there's also, like – um, Disney Plus is coming out. You got HBO, Star, Showtime, each releasing their yeah. own kind of streaming services. Now CBS is going to, I don't know. That's if anything, <laughs> my college self is just going to uh, get the 30-day free trial. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> All Keep right. using different email addresses and switch it up on them. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's also Pet Cemetery. What's that about? I didn't even um, that's that. Stephen King remake. <gasps> oh. Yeah. Stephen King is also having a good moment out there with all these remakes and reboots. Mm. But, yeah. And then there's Beach Bum with Matthew McConaughey, which is UT's very own, like, mascot. mascot. <laughs> like, like <laughs> Bevo and Matthew McConaughey are the mascots. Yeah. So definitely Matthew McConaughey. It literally, it's by the same director who did Spring Breakers, but this looks like, 
I don't know. Like, I didn't like Spring Breakers as much as... Did you like Spring Breakers? I haven't seen it. Okay. I've heard, like, mixed things about it. I yeah. Think... It's, it's mixed. But yeah. I feel like Beach Bum just looks, like, outright hilarious. It has Isla Fisher as well. She's, like, the oh. one from... You remember Confessions of a Shopaholic? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Wait, her. She's in so she? much. She's, uh, I think she's like Matthew McConaughey's girlfriend or something. But... No, 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 no. Um, what, what character was she in? Confessions in the Shopaholic? Yeah. The, shop, the, titich- the titular the... <laughs> Shopaholic. Oh, I see. <laughs> I didn't know that was her name. No, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I also am really excited for this movie called Booksmart. Um, I'm writing an article right now for the Daily Texan where it's uh, I'm showcasing uh, women who are women directed films debuting at South by Southwest. And one of the main films that I'm really excited for and that I write in my piece is Booksmart is this movie directed. It's the directorial debut of Olivia Wilde. Oh, wow. Yeah. And Booksmart is basically about these two teenage girls played by who do I have? I have not here. Caitlin Dever and Beanie Feldstein. Beanie was in Lady Bird as like Lady Bird's best friend. You, have you seen? You haven't, haven't seen Lady Bird. Oh my Maybe gosh. Maybe you shouldn't have invited me Maybe to your podcast. Maybe I shouldn't have. No, I'm just kidding. But anyways, it has her. It also has Billy Lord, which is Carrie Fisher's daughter, in the film oh, as she, well. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and basically they're just they realize they spent all their four years partying and that. I mean, not partying. They spent their four years studying to be, like, the academic superstars that they haven't lived. It's, I have I've a feeling it's – I don't want to compare it to, like, super bad, but it's going to be one of those, like, coming-of-age, like <laughs> – those coming-of-age, like, one-night changing kind oh, of thing. You know, where it's like, we got I, one night left, let's make it count I kind of love thing. those, though. Yeah, no, those are just so, fun. Yeah. Yeah. They're so, fun to watch with people. Yeah. I'm really excited for Book Smart. So that's one. Um, but yeah, South by Southwest just premieres a lot of good stuff. And it's just kind of cool to be in the atmosphere around it. All right, Van, are you ready to shift over to Captain Marvel? Absolutely. I have many thoughts about <laughs> Captain Marvel. Okay. So, like I said, we got to see an early screening of Captain Marvel. And, uh, so we're going to talk about it now. Uh, it's directed by Anna Bolden and Ryan Fleck. Um, Anna is the first Marvel director, actually, and her and Ryan Fleck are kind of partners. Like, it was originally Ryan Fleck's job, and uh, she was just helping him out. He was asking her help out so much that he decided to kind of add her on as co-director, and that kind of happened there. Um, they've both this. directed it's kind of multiple things together, especially uh, it's kind of a funny story, which is one of my favorite novels in high school. I know you haven't read it. I no, I haven't read it. And uh, I haven't okay, seen it's the movie like either. Pretty good. The film is peak two thousand ten teen movie. I'm here for it. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, but basically, let's get into the actual film. Uh, what are your kind of first thoughts coming out uh, of the theater? Um, I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was a super fun movie. I thought that it balanced between um, the serious aspects of like a traditional superhero movie and like the comical aspects, which I think Marvel's doing a really good job of, like especially recently. Yeah. Um, and so I really like those kinds of movies where you don't get bogged down too much in the action because then it kind of loses its um, 
I think one good thing about superheroes is that they are pretty lighthearted in comics as well. Yeah. So, like, having a super serious um, superhero movie, uh, for example, like The Dark Knight, which is an amazing movie, mm-hmm. but it is super serious. Like, you can't yeah. watch it going in like you're just casually watching a movie or whatever. You have to be, like, in the mood for it. Mm-hmm. So this is like yeah. an any time, any mood kind of movie. Yeah, like this is this movie had a lot of expectations on it. It's the first uh, super heroine film that uh, that Marvel has put out in its eleven year existence, which is pretty. Uh, it's tragic. Yeah, <laughs> wild. Um, we've had like pretty cool Marvel super heroines before, but the Brie Larson had a lot because this was. The first one, but yeah. it like I, I had a really fun time watching this movie. It's a uh, really kind of great balance. It kind of follows the MCU template, but it's still a like a rad time. The cast is so solid. Yeah, and the soundtrack was pretty pretty Amazing. great. Amazing, yeah. Amazing soundtrack. Uh, it was fun. The the nineties theme of it uh, to me it felt a lot. Like, uh, just that nostalgia. Like, me and Van were 90s kids, even though we were only, yes. like, three at the time. But I'm still it's, pretty proud of it. It's more of a state of mind than yeah. when you were actually <laughs> born. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was pretty awesome. Do you want to kind of talk about maybe, like, I, like Brie Larson is amazing as Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah. I just, like, she's perfect. You know how, like, nowadays, like, you can't imagine Robert Downey Jr. as, like, or anyone else but him as Iron Man, now I can't imagine anyone else. But Brie yeah, Larson absolutely. She totally like. Even though I wasn't super familiar with Captain Marvel as the character, I I can tell that she is bringing like a unique persona to the character that's probably reflected in the comics. Yeah, like it's basically her. Like Captain Marvel is basically her. Like mm. uh, she plays. She has like three names in this film. It's like Veers when she doesn't know what her memory is. So basically, maybe I should give the plot a little bit. So basically, um, in the beginning, it has her in uh, Hala, which is the planet where all the Kree live, and she's kind of training um, in Star Force, and that's where she knows uh, Yon Rug, which is. Uh, Jude Law's character, and Jude Law is pretty buff in this. Like he's pretty. He's pretty buff. (laughs) (laughs) Those muscles, though. But basically, she has no recollection of her life before Hala, and she just kind of knows this like mysterious being, which is played by Annette Bening, which is awesome to have her in the MCU as like. (laughs) But um, so she's she doesn't know, and then like it starts off in in Cree, and then it kind of goes back, and she's called Veers because that's all they know her as. But, um, yeah, and then she ends up in Earth, and that's where things kind of kick in, and she kind of um, has these figures out, like, about her past and stuff. So I don't want to dig too far, because this is yeah, no spoilers. Yeah, I was going to say, be careful. Okay. You might be. <laughs> yeah, but basically, it's just awesome. Like, she's so great. Like, she takes no, uh, I don't know, she has, like, a no prisoner's attitude. She's sarcastic. She's got that grit. Um I don't know. It's just really awesome to have Brie Larson as Captain Marvel and have people look up to this. Yeah, heroine. and I and I loved her like casual one-liners. Like she'd oh, be yeah. like beating down on somebody and then say like a cheesy catchphrase, not a catchphrase, but like just a cheesy one-liner. Like or one-liner. And I yeah. live for those. <laughs> she was so good. Um, so 
let's kind of were your expectations met like we said before this was kind of a high bar for this film un- unfairly but you know yeah it's still a high um, bar i think well first of all i think that the brunt of the criticism was probably just because it was the first um mm-hmm. female-led mcu movie um so like i feel like for example if they made black widow a movie before this i think maybe scarlett johansson would have experienced some of the same things um so i definitely think my personal expectations were met Uh, like i said before i wasn't really familiar with captain marvel as a character so i didn't have super high expectations like i didn't have any like preconceived notions of what captain marvel should be or like how her personality should be i just like went into the movie and thoroughly enjoyed it. So, yeah, I, I think my personal expectations were met. Yeah, like, I, I'm... Ri- oh, my God, I'm stumbling over my words. I wrote a review, and I, I'd say the headline is Captain Marvel soars past expectations. Mm-hmm. I just... It's... um, It was just a really, empo- like, empowering film. Like, I didn't realize how much of an impact this film would give me like i saw i've seen wonder woman and i know like they're promoting this to be totally girl power or whatever but after coming out of that there's like some stuff in this film like little things where he tells her to smile more this random guy tells her to smile more or like she gets like little digs thrown her at her way and it's like kind of like simple and some of it kind of stands out but it's just the the little things in this movie that I'm like, whoa, like, this is something, uh, if you're not a white male, most of the time you'll experience. And I was like, whoa, like, this is, I don't know. It, it is just, empowering. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, even if not, it's just like cool to kind of have experiences that you've experienced kind of like be seen like that. Yeah, and I definitely think that like um, Captain Marvel's like girl power kind of aspect of it or like female empowerment was a little more nuanced than I've seen in, like, other, maybe, like, mm-hmm. I haven't seen Wonder Woman, and I haven't really, like, I don't know many, I mean, there's not a lot of superhero movies with female leads and yeah. in general, so um, I think it was more nuanced than I expected, because um, one example I'm thinking of is um, that she, at one point in the movie, um, one of the characters says, don't use your powers. Let's just fight hand to hand and make it fair. Yeah. And what? And then uh, Captain Marvel responds um, by beating his ass with her powers. <laughs> so like, um, so I, I think good. the yeah. the like myth of being like hiding your true power, let's say, um, mm-hmm. just to not intimidate like handicap yourself is kind of um a nuanced thing for women in the modern time Mm -hmm. so i i really like that man that was a good scene um yeah i I had to dance around the spoilers for that um and that kind of brings me to my next thing that i want to talk about is our favorite characters um besides the obvious captain marvel but um do you have any cool like favorite characters now because of the film yeah so um i was telling you in the theater this but um i really liked the little girl that plays um captain marvel's best friend's daughter um i don't know i believe what was her name monica in the movie her name is monica rambo i'm looking for the actress's name real quick but um, you can go ahead and clear Yeah, that. so um, 
I really liked her character because uh, she was kind of um, an unexpected, like, treat because mm-hmm. she just gave, like, so many, like, really funny, like, little kid things, you know, that added more nuance to the movie, I think. And there's a lot of, like, empowerment on her end as well. Like, Captain Marvel throughout the movie is, like, making sure she knows this little girl knows her worth, you know? Yeah. Man. And, like, even yeah. towards the end, she, like, as... as the conclusion happens that um, she still mentions to empower this little girl, which I really mm-hmm. like. And I, I like that the girl receives it very well, too, which is yeah, refreshing. Uh, the actress's name is Akira Akbar. Okay, queen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, going with the Rambo family itself, like uh, Lashana Lynch yes. as uh, the mom, which is Maria, mm. and her relationship with Carol, so Brie Larson's character, is just like the greatest thing in this movie yeah. like um man i by the time this release a lot of you will probably already seen this but basically their their relationship together is basically the emotional center of this movie yeah like i don't think we've ever seen a marvel female friendship like this it's not yeah they like are so important and so crucial to each other and that was also something really great to mm-hmm. see that i really loved yeah, because, like, I'm so used to, like, every MC movie, every superhero movie in general, like, focusing emotionally around, um, like, a romance. Um, and so, like, a at the beginning... Uh, like, there's no yeah, good not, Marvel romance. Not a great, <laughs> like, fleshed-out romance yeah. either. Um, but I think this one, I really thought, because they were so close towards the beginning of the movie, I really thought that they were going to be, like... In a relationship. Like, I <laughs> yeah. thought they loved each other, like, ro- romantically. Yeah. So it was refreshing to see that, like, you can have oh. a platonic relationship in a movie and it be an emotion, uh, emotional center. Yeah. I think that's really good because friendships and romantic relationships shouldn't be greater than or less than. They should yeah. be equal. It was basically, uh, if we're bringing it back to MCU kind of terms, their relationship is basically like uh, Captain America and Bucky Barnes. Like that's yeah. how we like finally close, get one. Close friends. We finally get one of those kinds of relationship for a female in the MCU. Yeah. Like it's not like Scarlet or uh, what is it, Black Widow and Scarlet Witch are like hanging out as much as we've never seen. I know. That. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like there was that one part at the end of Infinity War where all the girls like team up and like oh, that fight, was so good. Like, like again, they're just like. They're fighting. It's They're not the, like friendship. It's for that one scene. I remember seeing that scene and I was like, yes. I love that scene. But yeah, but it was like so far in. Um, let's kind of Oh, and then Goose the cat. Oh yes. Best character. The Best ultimate character. The, uh, the ultimate scene stealer. Like you will not. Oh, and can I mention that um, Marvel had a live stream of Goose um, (laughs) to promote the movie, and Savannah had us watch it when (laughs) I was at her apartment. So it's not like we watched it with sound only, like solely watching that. Okay, it was like nice background. True, true, true. I (laughs) love seeing cats. Yeah, (laughs) Goose was just so good. Also, Ben Mendelsohn, he plays like the the villain, like Scroll, and. uh, he was just really funny, mm, surprisingly funny, good. yeah, and uh, just really cool as well. So I just wanted to shout out Ben Mendelsohn as yes. well. Uh, Lashana Lynch, we've already talked about that relationship, mm. but her on her own was also pretty fantastic. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, we're cutting, we're getting pretty long, so I don't want to talk about spoilers now. 
we've talked. So if you have not seen Captain Marvel, I'm warning you right now, we're going to head into spoilers so we can talk about theories and uh, the future. So Endgame and stuff. So spoilers. Okay, so we're if we're like wondering how it's going to connect to Endgame, I think this isn't even really a spoiler that much because we knew Captain Marvel was coming at the end of Infinity yeah. War after the Nick post credit scene was pretty great. Yeah, that was good too. It, that was a lot of info. Um, so if you have seen the post credit scene, remember this is spoilers. Um, they're kind of it's the remaining Avengers, so like Captain America, Hulk, and Black Widow. Um, and they're kind of just figuring out what this pager was. If you remember from the last post credit scene, Nick Fury drops it. Yeah, as um, he's getting dusted. Yeah, and uh, they're kind of figuring out what the hell is this thing. And then, like, at the last second, Captain Marvel was like, where's Fury? Yeah. Uh, we didn't mention that in the non-spoilers, but their relationship, too, was like the buddy cop. Oh, divide. my God. They have amazing <laughs> chemistry. Yeah, they're so awesome. Um, so, yeah, basically that pretty much shows how it'll connect to Endgame, that thing right there. Yeah. Honestly, after seeing this movie, I was just thinking in my head, like, as uh, Captain Marvel's powers just grew and grew and grew, I was like, good luck, Thanos. Yeah, like, <laughs> she's going to, like, <laughs> pound on him Yeah, fiery that, fists. Man, I was just like, I'm ready for Endgame because I have to see him getting punched in the face yeah. by Captain Marvel. Oh, my God. Um. So, yeah, basically, that'll do it. Um. In the trailers... For Endgame, there's one more that has to be, is yet to be released, and I'm pretty sure they're doing it at least at the end of March, beginning of April, after Captain Marvel, like, people have gone to see it. Um, that will show Captain Marvel in those Endgame trailers. Yeah. Because the ones we've gotten now, there's been, like, uh, on Twitter and everything, people have said, like, notice that there's some scenes in the trailers we have now where a person is digitally erased, um, which is pretty... Dang. Right? Like, people How actually people look. people even notice? <laughs> I know. I, apparently, they've done it before. Oh, okay. But now that I've seen the post-credit scenes for Captain Marvel, I would I would say it's pretty pretty logical because it's the same, like, Captain America, Hulk in, the, yeah, in, in same that setting. same building. Yeah, yeah, same setting. But, yeah, so I'm pretty um, excited for Endgame. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, any more thoughts? Like, maybe a cool scene that we can talk about now that you... Um, as for, like, spoiler scene, um, so... Getting back to Captain Marvel now. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I, I think my... I don't know if it was... It was probably my favorite scene, actually. It's um, this part where she's uh, fighting the now found out to be evil Kree um, soldiers and trying to, like, get the, um, what's the other one? Scrolls oh, on the ship. Yeah. Um, and then they're playing, no doubt, uh, Just a Girl. Yeah. And it's so good because it <laughs> it's matches. It's I love that song so much. And so, and, like, the content of the song, like, parallels the movie so well in that scene because she's, it's like the song is talking about how people look down upon her because she's a woman and she doesn't, she's supposed to fit in this little box. Shout out to Gwen Stefani. Shout out to Gwen Stefani. <laughs> Shout out to all of No Doubt. If oh, yes. Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I think the way that the soundtrack interplayed was a not so expected part of it that I really liked. Mm -hmm. um, so I just wanted to mention that. Yeah. Um, like Van kind of pointed out in the non-spoilers section, but I can actually say who she beat up now. So we now know like that the twist 
in the Marvel thing, even though it was kind of it was kind of predictable from the yeah. first moment. But the twist is that Jude Law's character is actually like the evil Cree or whatever. Yeah, he's the one who constantly tells her like, "Fight hide me without your, your powers." Yeah, like hide yeah. your emotions. It's basically like a parallel to Elsa, right? Yeah, <laughs> just kidding. Disney sure. coming up. <laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah, and then he's she's the one he beats down, and then like it goes into this whole sequence of like literally like. Uh, Captain Marvel, like, flying in the air, like, using her powers, her whole body is, like, man, like... down ships left and right. It's like she she flies through through a a ship. Yeah. And it's, it's, like, borderline, like, it's almost, like, kind of cheesy and a little bit, but it's also, like, damn. (laughs) Like, so cool to watch. And uh, just seeing her come into her own power like that was pretty cool. Um, Definitely. But yeah, I mean, we're going a little bit over time, so let's just kind of d- say our final verdict on Captain Marvel and kind of how you feel about her possibly leading the next phase, because I know the president of MCU, Kevin Feige, is kind of saying, like, she will take it on, so how do you feel? I, I'd be really happy if that happened. Um, I, I would really like to see her the play the, I guess, role that Captain Marvel, I mean, Captain America played um, in the previous, I guess, phase of MCU. Um, because she's a really dynamic character, and I think mm-hmm. um, I think arguably even more so than Captain America. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like if we got a couple more movies out of her, um, then she could definitely surpass Captain America's like level of yeah. excellence. I don't know <laughs> of excellence. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. I'm definitely super excited for Captain Marvel to take over. I'm also, I'm, like, interested to see how she gels with everyone. Um, I feel like she's definitely going to gel with, like, the rest of the Avengers. I think um, she will. I think because she has... Because they're all, like, sarcastic what I, all, yeah. and, like, one-liner kind What of I thing. really love about Captain Marvel, too, is she's just very, she's very, like... Like, you know how, like, Wonder Woman... Like, I love Wonder Woman, but she's also very graceful and everything. But, like, Captain Marvel's more, like... Uh, chill and down to earth, which is yeah, ironic. Or like, yeah, <laughs> so she's like real cool, and I feel like I'm just super excited to see this next phase, even though we have no idea um, what's gonna happen, pretty much. But I definitely know if Brie Larson is going to lead the helm as Captain Marvel, like I am all for it. Like Same. I'm all down. Like her Black Panther characters young Tom Holland Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> like, that seems Ant-Man like a pretty cool... And the Guardians have... of the Galaxy, hopefully. I don't know what's going on up there, but I think they are staying. They are? Yeah, I think they are staying for at least one more movie. I, so that sounds like a really cool, like... Combination. Combination. So I'm really excited for that. Um, definitely go see, check out Captain Marvel. Yes. Because um, it's a very important piece if you're planning on seeing Endgame. Yeah, and I think um, you should take young women to see this movie too i think it's such a, a yeah. like entertaining but empowering yeah at the same time take your daughters take your friends take um take, take your men the so they can see the <laughs> yeah I, this is definitely something for everyone it's really fun um so yeah Thanks for joining me today, Van. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And uh, my next uh, episode will be in another two weeks. So thank you guys for listening and tuning in. And uh, I'll see you next week. No, wait. I'll see <laughs> <laughs> In two weeks. <laughs> I will see you in two weeks. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
Thanks for listening to Featurette, the podcast. Oh, and you can also, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, um, feel free to email us at featurettepod at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in. See ya.